Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. My favorite new quote right now is, we're on the clock, whores, let's go. And that's... <laughs> we're on the clock, whores, let's go. Yes. Hi, Gail. Hello. How are you? Apparently, I'm... On the clock, and let's... Hustling. Every day, I'm hustling. <laughs> Let me tell you, that was my ringtone for the Forever. longest time when yeah. ringtones were still a thing. Everybody now has their phone on vibrate yes. or silent. Yes. But I thought about bringing that back, bringing ringtones back. You should. Is, would that make me old, though? Like, the old person, like, oh, damn, her phone is on. She must be 80 years old. Who cares? <laughs> Do it. Bring it back. What would Just your ringtone be? Right people. If I wanted to be an antagonist in the trailer park, it'd have to be like, no, 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 You know, Dixie. <laughs> Just to be an asshole. <laughs> but not really. <laughs> you know how annoying that would be? Oh, my God. Yeah, I would hate myself after the first one. I'd be like, oh, I gotta kill myself now for that being my ringtone. During Halloween, though, it's always the Halloween uh, from the movie. Oh, really? My ringtone, yes. I'm so I basic. I was like that noir. Da-da-da. You know, whatever. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That kind of thing. Oh, like the Law and Order? Oh, I would like, yeah. <laughs> dun, dun. That would be great. That would sound good for a ringtone. I, I had a I had a custom made ringtone one time by somebody I dated. I don't like him, but it was hilarious. Was it your voice or his? No, it was his, and he and it was super embarrassed because it would be like he go, "It's dirty." <laughs> so whenever, whenever he called, that's what it would do. So it was great. I'd have him in my pocket doing hair, and next thing you'd hear is, It's dirty. <laughs> would be the laugh after. Speaking of dirty, mm-hmm. how fun was this past Sunday? Now, this won't air for a couple of weeks, but we were just recently on Cauldron's Crip. Yes, it was so much fun. So much fun. YouTube I had a blast. podcast that yeah. he does every Sunday. Yeah, Sunday at 3 o'clock. He does it live. And he's a dom, and it's BDSM 101, apparently. And every, we, everyone's BDSM We met this wonderful person from Australia. Yes, Lilac! We're yeah. fine wine. We're in the fine wine club now. <laughs> it's like the red hat societies, but for kinky ladies. Oh, so what would be our brooch? Wouldn't it be that way? The what symbol? Would be our brooch? Yeah. Or a whip. I think a whip and cuffs. Like it should be all fused together and come up. Oh, you know? okay. Maybe with a little. I don't know. It should be a hodgepodge. I need to create a brooch, <laughs> don't I? You do. Yeah, I think, I think that'll be the next creation. Patreon? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everything we do is for Patreon. But we thank but we you. We don't Col- have active. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> but we thank Cauldron for having us, and we hope that we're on again soon. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it was so fun. It was so fun because they chatted real time, and we got to engage with people that were uh, watching and listening. So that was a whole lot of fun being live as well. Yeah, but I'm super excited about this episode that we're doing right now. Oh, me too, because we have a guest. We don't have as cool questions as Cauldron. It's like he actually thought (laughs) thought it out. Well, we think too. too. Let me tell you why I'm excited about this guest. Okay, I met this this individual about four years ago or so. I met her at a lunch munch. A lunch munch. A lunch munch. So you didn't meet her as a burlesque dancer? I did not. You met her from the But I kind of conned her into 
So because you just, pimped her out to the burlesque world? I didn't pimp. Just so you could do that Rick and Morty number? <laughs> <laughs> Is that about the time that y'all met? I said, she's super <laughs> cute. Would you like to do this? This is coming up. She wasn't doing anything at the time. Is Did I nail that on the head for real? Is that Maybe the so. first thing? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so hilarious. Please welcome to Gavin Girl Time, Betty Bupkiss. Betty! so happy you're here. I'm happy to be here. She's allowed me to cut her hair a few times. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last time was a jank little spiderweb thing I tried to do. It was did not come out as well. I felt sad about it for like two weeks. It was so cute. I got a lot of compliments. See, that after she said that, I stopped hating it yeah. as much. I think it was just too big. I can't remember, though. Did you shave your head or did you just go super, super short? Uh, it was just about shaved. Yeah? Yeah. It was close. It was like a little buzz cut. Yeah. But, she, like, when we do our mohawk, though, we would shave. So yeah. she was pretty used to the sides being yeah. super duper. Well, I thought I, I couldn't love her anymore at that point <laughs> when she oh. did it. Because, I mean, she just looks so cute. Oh. Yeah. Oh, badass. <laughs> She's adorable and badass. <sighs> But Betty's going to talk to us about something that we know a little bit about, but we we don't we really don't know anything about, and that's being polyamorous. Oh, <laughs> poly. It's not just a fill. Yeah, it's true. There's a lot of love involved. There is. Uh, if you're a crafter, you get that. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know. Back in my day, if you wanted to date, like, a lot of different people all at once, we had a word for that. It was called being single, man. You know? And then if you were married and you wanted to date a bunch of different people and both of you knew about it, we had a word for that, too. And it was uh, swinging. You were a swinger. Yeah. And if you were polyamorous, you were Mormon. So tell me how things have changed. Well, (laughs) so what is poly to you? Uh, Poly to me is when you decide that you can have multiple relationships with different people. Um, They can be casual or serious. Um, I currently have two partners and I consider both of them to be serious, even though I am married to one rather than both, obviously. Yeah. but there are still certainly swingers out there, but I guess to me that's more so like a either one time thing or like special occasion you it, and it's mostly sex focused, but mm-hmm. polyamory is more focused on being able to, to completely feel relationship feels with someone like romance, sex, um, anything in between. Some people even will all live together. Um, so it's, it's more focused on, uh, like romantic love than it is sex. So it's like a completely independent relationship of the other person. Right. That you're married to or whatever. Yeah. For me personally. Mm -hmm. Um, but there are some people who date multiple people and they all date each other. Okay. And in the... Is that considered poly still, or just swinging at that point? Uh, it's still considered poly. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's some uh, swingers out there that, like, they have play partners that they play with all the time, you mm-hmm. know, throughout the years. Mm-hmm. So I think some relationship is there. But, like, you, I liked what you said with swingers are more about sex, right. and poly is more about the relationship. Or mm-hmm. the with that person, the deep relationship with that right. person. Like, you know, if you if you uh, consider yourself a swinger, you might not see your play partner for a movie or dinner or go on dates and things like that. You yeah. might just see them for the sexual part of your relationship. So with Polly, you do like all the, you know, socially normal relationship stuff. Um, you know, I use normal very loosely, but. <laughs> You can have friends with benefits that's not necessarily 
you know, like just sexual. True. Yeah. Yeah. That you just go watch a movie or yeah. whatever. Netflix and chill. Talk yeah. to. <laughs> but you guys like literally plan dates, plan events together, you long term right. plan together. Yeah. Yeah. What's your time management like? Do you have to keep that on a schedule oh, and yeah. on a calendar? <laughs> yes. I, it's honestly. Yeah. Time management is probably the biggest thing to keep in mind with non-monogamy, um, especially polyamory, I guess, because, you know, people want to feel like they're being treated fairly mm-hmm. and time is a huge factor into that. Um, so... I have a Google calendar that I share with my partners mm-hmm. um, and we'll have different colors for different people. So my calendar can look pretty crazy sometimes. <laughs> because not only do you have another partner, but your your husband has other partners as well. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, both of my partners have other partners, although one of them is long distance. So it's a little bit easier to manage. Um, but they still make sure to have their own time. Um, like they'll do FaceTime type stuff on Zoom and yeah. things like that. And um, my husband sees someone who lives here locally. Um, and so we just kind of talk to each other about what we're planning on doing and making sure that um, things around the house get taken care of because we have two animals <laughs> and we also have a son together. So we have to make sure that, you know... The animals are being taken care of because the dog needs to go out and, you know, make sure that our son's being taken (laughs) care of. Um, So we just have to coordinate our time and make sure that um, our relationship is good and everyone else who's outside of our relationship are also being taken care of. Who gets precedent? Does your husband get take precedent over whomever or does that... You know, like, I'm yeah. just asking, like, does he get veto power? You've, oh, no. You've had this uh, relationship, or do you get veto power? Who takes precedent? Or the child? Um, yeah. <laughs> well, the child always. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I would say the, the kid does. Um, but he's 12, so he's getting pretty independent now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say I try to keep my relationships as even as I can. I mean, one is legally more important. You know, I put that in yeah. quotes because yeah. to me it's not. But, you know, when you have the law involved, there's going to be. But to society. Yeah. There's a hierarchy important. there just built in because of that. Um, but I personally try to make sure that my husband and my other partner are both taken care of as fairly as I can. Um, My husband and I don't have any vetoes or anything like that, which is something that some poly people do do. Mm -hmm. Well, that was my, that was going to be my question to you. You're also in the BDSM lifestyle, right? So what are your, what is your dynamic with your husband and versus your dynamic with your other partner? Or is there a dynamic than there, like a BDSM right. dynamic. Um, my husband and I used to do uh, different dynamics. We've tried um, a range of different things. We've kind of taken a break right now um, just from stress and oh, yeah. who knows what. But um, when it comes to BDSM, you know, it's already hard enough to like schedule scenes and everything like that. So then mm-hmm. when you add in another partner who's not part of that dynamic, you have even less time. So it's, it's gets a little more complicated. Um, and then like for me personally, I don't really like leaving marks now because I, it's kind of like maybe rubbing it in someone else's face. You know, you don't really know how comfortable someone else is going to be. Um, they might say it's okay and then something comes up. Um, so I just, I try to do just like superficial things if I do get into that. Yeah. Do you Um, find that, do you have a need for that? Uh, I used to really enjoy like bruises and things like that that would kind of like linger for a while. Mm -hmm. So I miss it, but, um, it's, it's kind of more of like a personal choice to, to not do that. Um, 
And one of my partners doesn't really like leaving marks that last either because he, he doesn't like the idea of ownership, especially within mm-hmm. us being non-monogamous. And to him, that's, like, too big of a symbol. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. totally understand that. Yeah. How do you identify sexually? I identify as pansexual. Um I used to consider myself bisexual, and then I went to pansexual, and then I went back to bisexual, because, <laughs> I mean, it, the definitions are very similar, but people get confused, and so I'm always, like, changing depending on the audience, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have somebody on in the future that's going to talk about those differences oh, cool. between pan and bi. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I guess, like, I see gender you know but it but gender doesn't necessarily impact my attraction to people so right. i'm like i don't know what that is anymore but <laughs> it's just fluid yeah <laughs> how do you handle jealousy within the relationships not only your jealousy but you know your other part your partner's jealousy have you witnessed that yeah, a little bit. Um, jealousy has been something that I have had to deal with since I started polyamory. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I get so much positive out of it. I find the work to manage my jealousy to be worth it. Um, for me, I unfortunately had an ex who would do what's called jealousy baiting which is when someone, yeah, that's when someone, it's a manipulation tactic where someone says things to you to make you feel jealous. Ah. So they'll be like, Oh, my ex-girlfriend used to do that this way. Or I wish you would do that or things like that. And he Mm -hmm. would do that to me. So I kind of became conditioned to feel a lot of jealousy after him. So getting rid of that, well, I haven't gotten rid of it. I still feel jealous, which I think is totally okay. Um, being able to step back and be like, okay, this is not something horrible to feel jealous. And, you know, if I'm in a healthy relationship, I'm not going to be with someone who's making me feel this way. Mm-hmm, it's right. something inside of myself. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, jealousy is usually like an insecurity that I'm feeling about myself. And so I'm projecting that onto someone else. So like maybe one of my partners is seeing someone who has like a bigger butt than me. (laughs) And then I'm like, oh man, like is my butt not going to be good anymore? Or even just um, knowing that you've been with someone for years and then they have a new partner and you're like, they're going to get tired of me or I'm going to be boring and things like that. But I've also heard the opposite where new partners get worried and jealous of the established relationship because they're nervous that they already have this connection that's really deep Mm -hmm, and they don't and they're like why am I gonna stick around like what need do they have for me so a lot of it is just kind of sitting with feeling the jealousy Mm -hmm. and being uncomfortable and thinking about what's the reality of what's going on versus what's actually happening and thinking about what are like, what's going on with me? Like, what am I struggling with? Yeah. Well, what if you just genuinely don't like the, you know, like your partner's person or whatever you just, you were just like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> Have you ever you had know? feelings like that where you've met a partner and you're like, hmm, I don't know about this person. Oh, yes. <laughs> I have. <laughs> um, it's, and- it's hard because I don't like, I don't really want to get involved because for me it's always hard to determine, you know, is it is it coming from jealousy? Am I feeling jealous and that's why I don't like them? Or are they actually doing something that's making me think that this relationship is not positive. You want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Right. Uh, but, you know, psychologically, <laughs> you know, like about 4% of the population, you're just going to repel. You guys will repel each other. You just don't like 
that they breathe. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. They can literally give you a jewel-encrusted case with several million dollars and all of your dreams come true and you'd be like, oh, thanks. You'd accept it because you're not dumb. But there's <laughs> nothing that's going to make you like them. True. Yeah. True. All right. So... Does that happen with any of them? Have you oh, had yeah. anyone that you've just completely repelled and nothing they can say or do? Yeah. And yeah. since you don't have veto, <laughs> you just have to tolerate this person? Kinda. I mean, and hopefully they'll, hopefully your partner would see that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he'll, they'll go, okay, now I see what you were talking right. about. But I think that you want to give that other person the opportunity to see that, well, it's person. not her choice. This isn't. This is a relationship independent of the two relationships. Yeah. So this is her husband's. Yeah. You know, I'm just gonna say husband or whatever. Independent of her relationship that he's gonna see. I mean, he. She can be like, I don't ever want her to come to the house. But since <laughs> you don't have veto power, yeah. you don't get to say no. I don't right. like her. Because what difference does it make? That's not a relationship with her. It's independent of the husband. I would think that my partner, though, that my daddy would want to know if I did not like somebody. Like, if I was just playing along and going, oh, yeah, that person's fine. It's all great. When inside you're going, "Mm, no, I don't like this person at all. But then let him make the decision of whether or not he likes that person and... If they're good for each other. Right. Yeah, you is don't that have to lie about Is it. that how your dynamic works? Yeah, I, would, I don't feel like I need to keep quiet or keep my opinions to myself. I try not to, um, you know, be rude about it. Um, but if you were asked, if he yeah, got to you and said, hey, do you like so-and-so? I would give my honest, honest answer. Yeah. But, and would he care, though? Would he just do what he wanted to do because he liked her? Um... I don't know. I haven't really encountered that yet. But my question, like, because I'm trying to figure out the true dynamic of polyamory. Right. Like, so in in my understanding with your relationship, because you don't have the BDSM aspect in there, mm-hmm. so you guys have, you and your husband have a loving relationship, and you have enough love for each other, and an abundance of that, that you can sustain relationships outside of that. So you have your own relationship with someone else Mm -hmm. that it doesn't matter if your husband likes him or not, because you're not a a triad or whatever. You know what I mean? Like now, if you're all sharing partners together, that's another dynamic, Mm -hmm. which is sexual. So I want to take like all the sexual dynamic. Let's just say it's just as a polyamorous relationship, no, you know, like even she said earlier, sister wives when we were talking. So, you know, brother husbands or whatever, one thing, you know, sister wives, brother husbands, whatever. <laughs> That's a new but term. They're, <laughs> but they're not actually sleeping together. Right. It's the independent relationship, you know. The issue with sister wives is that they're not able to have a partner outside of the main right part rooster you know what i mean they get to be hens in Mm -hmm. the hen house and so you have another dynamic with that and your partner does too i was just like how hard is it for you because you know he can like whomever if he's attracted to this person might be polar opposite of you and you hate her guts how (laughs) terrible is that yeah i mean pretty much (laughs) the only thing you can do is keep your space you know, like, if you know that they're going to be hanging out, don't hang out with them. Yeah, like yeah. the calendar. And, like, that's what I was wondering. Do yeah. you make sure you're just like, uh, have you ever had that happen? And what, how do you do it? So, yeah. there you go. Um, I guess with, I'm thinking of, like, a particular instance, but I won't name names. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, please, please don't. don't name names. Absolutely no. not. No. Um, I would just make sure to have my own plans in place when I knew that they would be hanging out so mm-hmm. that I wasn't, like, ruminating on the fact that they're together and doing yeah. whatever it is that they're doing and mm-hmm. make sure I have my own stuff going on, whether it's hanging out with friends or just having a nice day to myself, um, mm-hmm. watching a movie, take a bath, 
Yeah. You know, you just got to do some self-care. So you're not just sitting and being like, what are they doing? Yeah. 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 I would think that it would be just be all around better if everybody just at least liked one another. Like, yeah. I'm going to assume that your husband likes your other partner, mm-hmm. you know, just <laughs> just on a like scale. Yeah. I like that dude. He's nice. Right. Yeah. That definitely is like the the baseline goal that you would want. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't always work that way. Do you practice compersion? Do you know what yes. that is? Yes. Okay. I do. Well, explain. <laughs> oh, for you don't who know, what know what compersion is. Okay, compersion is. <laughs> um, it. They say it a lot in the BDSM lifestyle and in poly. Compersion is when you feel joy when your other part when your partner is happy. Okay. So let's say your partner has um, another partner, mm-hmm. a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and you are happy to see them being happy within that other relationship ah it's the opposite of jealousy mm-hmm. right yeah. yeah 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 i tried to practice it it's <laughs> you know sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't yeah uh, i was in my own triad when i first met my daddy and he was married they were married for a long time like 20 years um She's so- Oh, I'm honey. I'm a homewrecker from way past. And I mean, that's what I've noticed in the like when I've had people that talk about being poly or in lifestyle or whatever, when they have started off as a married couple and they get the third in the triad. No, you know. I've rarely seen it work out. Like, I would love to be in awe and see more people where it's worked out. But Mm -hmm. it's usually whoever was brought into the relationship is now Queen Bee and the other one is gone. Regardless, you know, and I'm not... Why are you talking about me? (laughs) I'm talking about you right here. (laughs) I'm sitting right here. I know. Listen, right in front of you, I'll co-sign it, screen cap it. I don't care. If I said it, yeah, I said it. Yeah. Home record. <laughs> Look, I, like I said, I've been no. a home record from way from way beyond. Uh, I always thought that I needed something else besides my current partner or my husband's that I was with. But when I met Daddy and they were married, um, they had just come into the lifestyle. Yes, I was interested in him. Like you know, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that. But it wasn't until they asked me to mm-hmm. come in. And that's when I came in. I found out immediately that it was not for me, but I stayed in it because that made my daddy happy. And I liked to see that. Now, their relationship, in my opinion, was mm-hmm. paramount over mine and his relationship because they were married for so long. Right. And I can remember even taking a step back seeing what was going on between the two of them is taking a step back and going, okay, y'all need to figure your stuff out first. Mm-hmm. And when you do come back and find me and we'll sit down and talk about it and see if we can all be together again. Now that didn't work out. And I'm kind of glad it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very glad it didn't. Yeah. Right. Well, and I mean, from that, it sounds almost like his partner was looking for an escape anyway. And a scapegoat and a way out and almost like, here's a consolation prize because I'm leaving, you know, (laughs) which is fun, you know, if they're especially if they're narcissistic. But that it would probably be the main underlying fear of being in a poly relationship for most established couples. Yeah, there's there's definitely that fear. I had that when we first started, Um, you know, oh, someone's going to come in and they're going to try and kick me out. Um, but that's never really been the case. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of established couples, when they do decide to be polyamorous or find a third, um, they don't really do the work that they need to do before they go in and, and get someone else to come into their relationship. Cause it's a lot of work to be non-monogamous. If you want to mm-hmm. do it right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to think about what makes you jealous you have to you know 
make sure that you treat the other person as a person and not an accessory to your relationship. Um, there's just a lot to go to do before you bring in another human being into your relationship. And then also, um, a lot of couples will bring in someone else when their own relationship is falling apart to spice things up. Oh, like having mm-hmm. a baby right. when you don't need to. Yes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, you know, people aren't sex toys. Right. They're going to have their own thoughts and feels and wants and needs. And you can't just be like, you're here to please my wife and I. Because yes. that's not going to work out. Isn't that what a swinging lifestyle is for? There you go. Like, I mean, that's when people have agreed we're going to be each other's sex toys and not have the responsibility of relationship. Yeah. Were you always poly? I don't think so. Were you married before you were poly or did that come into afterward, after you got married? We decided to try polyamory after we had been married. And um, whose idea was it? It was my idea. Okay. <laughs> nice. That's exciting. That yeah. also might be why it's worked so well. Yeah, maybe. Can you take me back to that first conversation? And were you were you a little scared to bring it up? or? My were... situation is a little different from a lot of people I've met because my husband was poly before I met him. Ah. And so he had some experience with it. But when we first started talking, I was like, if you want to date me, you have to make sure to not want to be in that lifestyle anymore because I will never do that. Like, it's just got to be me. So then we dated for a few years and then we got married and we've been together almost eight years total. Um, and then I <laughs> went to a party slash show and this couple asked if I would ever want to have a threesome with them. And I thought to myself, you know what? I would. (laughs) (laughs) And it kind of hit me that, like, even though I would want to do that, like, I'm not thinking on the side, like, oh, my God, I would have to, like, leave my husband in order to do this. I was like, I could do both. I'm like, interesting. So, I don't know if it was the next day or, like, a few days after, I was like, hey, remember that Polly thing you mentioned, like, in 2013? (laughs) And he's like, yes. I'm like, I'm kind of curious. And he's like, awesome. I have all the resources. Let's do this. (laughs) So, what I've seen in Polly, especially in triads, it's mostly been one man two women now i like yours <laughs> of course because i love men's but you have two men to one woman um you don't typically see that especially in this particular area right. i'm sure it exists but um how does it feel to have two men you know it, it feels i mean it's nice it's it's good um but we're not necessarily a triad cuz they don't have any romantic relationship or sexual relationship mm-hmm. um so in polyamory that's known as a v where i'm like the point of the v and they're split mm-hmm. off from me going out and right. they're not connected um and then the tri- the triad is more of a triangle where everyone is doing whatever right yeah um so, My daughter has some friends that are in a triad. Yeah, cool. One girl, two guys. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's I do young, too. Younger generation. I would love to see that. Yeah. I think it's a lot of it is, you know, men are grown, you know, they're taught to like have no romantic sexual feelings at all right. with other men, yes. whether they yeah. feel it or not. Mm-hmm. And women, it's like totally okay if you want to experiment, it doesn't mean anything. So you have like two sides of the spectrum. Both of them are unhealthy. Right. <laughs> yes, they are. Because, um, you know, if you're a woman and you don't want to be with another woman, you shouldn't be expected to. And Correct. if you're a man who does want to experiment, you should be able to do that without any shame. Correct. Yes, absolutely. I, I guess that's what I had more of an inverted V mm-hmm. because... Um, my daddy is a dominant, 
So he would be the dominant over both of us. Mm-hmm. And we were, quote, like sister wives, mm-hmm. which I did not care for, really. I did it for him. But underneath, I was going like, mm, it's just not for me. I'm so into myself <laughs> that it needs to be all about me. Yeah. Well, that's just literally who I am. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I you mean, then that's okay. I, yeah. I, I mean, there are things, there's fantasy, you know, I, yeah, I don't want anyone living in a, the room next door to me or sharing time unless I'm making the appointment, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's know. totally it's valid. Just, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that comes from, um, being gaslit so long with relationships that were supposed to be quote unquote vanilla, mm-hmm. whether it was kinky vanilla or whatever, not being in a lifestyle, you know, just married to a person who was, you know, the woman stays at home. You know, I was in a lifestyle without, consenting mm-hmm. right you know yeah but to have that person have all these other relationships behind my back while i'm gaslit about it you know but the positive things that he did when he would do that you know bring you flowers mm-hmm. if the other person got flowers i got flowers i got cards yeah but person that, did that. to me that's just like oh um i have t- i have two cats my, right. There's an yeah. underlying hum, though. This is all wrong. And yeah. it's because the deceit that yeah. was in there. And so because of that, I think it's just tainted everything throughout. Like there were too many years of that kind of conditioning for me to be like, yeah, that's OK. Yeah. yeah. Like I can't feed one of my cats dry food and not ever give them wet food, but give the other one wet food all the time. Right. Like, you yes. know, you got yes. to treat them the same. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, there are some people who don't. There are a lot of men that don't do that. You know, you hear how their wife, you know, their wives never get any, you know, they just come home and, well, I pay the bills. That should be good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you married me. That's your romance for the rest of your life. Right. <laughs> it's like, what? I think I'm polycurious. So. Uh, one of my fantasies is I want to have sex with two men. Okay. I don't know if that's ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just that doesn't even have to be a poly relationship though. That's no, just it, a it weekend. doesn't. It doesn't. But I'm not necessarily allowed to pick out that person for me. Right. Like since he's the dominant, he feels like he has to pick out that person. I don't like that. I want to have, I want to be the sole decision maker in that. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I know me better than anybody else. And I'm extremely picky. And I'd be afraid that he would bring somebody home and I go, nope, nope. (laughs) Yeah. I really like this guy. Nope. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. The physical type relationship, like if, you know, he just wanted to play with someone, that's one thing. I don't want the cerebral uh time to be invested i feel like i'm missing out well that's my paradox though is i want this but i can't i have to have a connection with somebody Mm -hmm. else so i still have to have that connection i still have to have the cerebral Mm -hmm. in order to be able to feel comfortable having sex with two men i just want to use humans as toys apparently i know you do And that's okay as long as people consent. (laughs) Consent is the key. I know, definitely. It's I yeah, whatever. That's not a hard thing either (laughs) to get that consent. (laughs) Since you started this, well, it's hard for me. Is it? Oh yeah, from your daddy. Oh yeah, not the other people. I wasn't even thinking of your daddy. I was just thinking other people. But I think that's because the way he was treated in his past marriage yeah that he that he didn't have control over that and he can have control over this Mm, right there yeah Yeah. ptsd yeah yeah Yeah. happens to the best of us for Mm -hmm. sure has your marriage gotten stronger with with you being in poly i would say yes um because a lot of it made us kind of think about our relationship as it had been and recognizing that we weren't the best communicators 
mm-hmm. and doing a lot of um, like exercises and reading books and reading books even just about like nonviolent communication totally helped our relationship even if we decided to stop being poly and be monogamous again those books would have been wonderful to still use now um because i feel like when you're in a monogamous relationship or and you're married and especially if it's a heterosexual relationship you kind of just go with the flow like there's not really a guide to follow and so a lot of people don't know how to talk to each other and so the the poly stuff kind of gave us the the tools to talk to each other better and to talk about our boundaries and our needs and our wants whether that be sexual or just you know in daily life yeah. Well, what books do you recommend besides like the Book of Mormon for polyamory? <laughs> um, <laughs> or watching the Duggars. Oh God. <laughs> or Sister Wives. Yeah. Oh Lord. Um, <laughs> I recommend The Ethical Slut by Janet Hardy. That's a great one. And I forget the other author, but uh, The Ethical Slut is really good. That was the first one I read. Um, it's very, like, free love, hippy-dippy, uh, but I loved it. It also has really great, like, exercises to do in it, like, writing stuff out and doing thought exercises. So you get, like, the theory of polyamory, plus you get to kind of work on your own shit while you mm-hmm. read it. Yeah. Um, there's also More Than Two, and that one's a little bit more... Um, like left brain, I guess you could say, you mm-hmm. know, more um, like here's the facts, not so much like here are some wonderful stories of when I lived in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> but that one's great, too, um, you know, kind of depending on what you're looking for. If you had advice for somebody who is interested in expanding their relationships to go to other people, what do you what do you recommend I would recommend definitely reading those books um, and talking to your partner extensively before you go out and see other people Um, and also meeting other people who are non-monogamous and you know, especially those who are practicing the type of non-monogamy you want to practice. Is there like a Facebook group for that? I mean, is there like, <laughs> how do you meet other non-monogamous people? It's, it can be hard. Um, there are Facebook groups for sure. Um, I don't know any off the top of my head, but I really enjoy having community. And mm-hmm. there wasn't one when I first started doing the, the poly thing. Um, so my husband and I decided to make our own group and we have Knoxville polyamory meetup and it's a meetup.com group. And, um, before the pandemic, we would meet up in person once a month. We'd go to like different restaurants or bars or anything. Um, and just kind of shoot the shit in a environment where, you know, you want to be judged you talk about your other girlfriends, boyfriends, whomever, and no one's going to be like, excuse me? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, and we moderated and make sure that, because we want to make sure it's safe and it's for, you know, socializing, not necessarily like for picking other people up. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, if you make a connection with someone and they're down with it too, then great. But, so it'd be um, kind of like a, a munch. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot like that. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll make sure we say that again. And uh, what's your inbox like? <laughs> um, it is surprisingly boring, depending on where I'm at. <laughs> I like if I'm on Reddit, it's pretty wild. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Um, a lot of guys just in my messages telling me all sorts of things about my body and what they like to do with it. Um, Facebook. I'll get, like, gifts from people every once in a while. And it's, what? Yeah. Why, why am I not getting <laughs> gifts? 
And um, Instagram will get, like, dick pics every once in a while, but they at least censor them. Like, if it's from someone you don't know. Mm-hmm. So then what's I, the point? I know. Oh, Instagram censors yeah, them. Okay. Yeah. I don't get as many dick pics as all my friends do, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't know how to take that. <laughs> I think it's you're an outspoken feminist, and they're a little afraid. Maybe. <laughs> you know? So... You also have an OnlyFans. I do. So. <laughs> Tell us about that. Yes. Right. Naughty by nature. <laughs> uh, well, you can check it out at OnlyFans.com slash Betty underscore B. <laughs> I think my boyfriend subscribes to Betty OnlyFans. Yes. B-E-T-T-I-E underscore B. Like the letter B. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, I'm an exhibitionist anyways, so being able to do this and make some extra cash on the side, I mean, why the hell not? There you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am not, like, I don't do it as my main source of income. There are women and men who do that, and awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't have the kind of audience. <laughs> but what I do get from it is really positive. And actually, my inbox there is really respectful surprisingly nice. <laughs> well they don't want you to kick them off right They're yeah like, i would like to continue to see your content mm-hmm. do you have a niche of content Is not it- really um i might at some point i started in march so we'll see where it goes. Just right from now, your just... advertisement on your instagram <laughs> i think like definitely goth you have a yeah. very goth aesthetic for sure true you I'll know. be your big titty goth girlfriend. <laughs> like literally, literally, that would be like one of the hashtags. I would think. But, but to me, she's big not a titty dark, goth girl. She's not a dark goth. She's well, da- goth does isn't always dark though. Right. You know. Right. She's more. I don't know. Pastel goth. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a thing. Like baby goth. A little bit. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Every time, every time I've seen, maybe I just don't see all the fun, the fun stuff. But anytime I've seen your OnlyFans advertisement, I either think festival or nice. goth. All right, I'll take so it. you know, which is yeah, there's nothing wrong with that at all. No, but I, I see like more it. goth, I think. But maybe that's just what I'm attracted to more so. Do you get requests with your OnlyFans sometimes? Um, there's anything like we would be interested in all <laughs> feet is it all feet <laughs> no I, I did get one foot guy because you have great shoes i do yeah. like you really do and i have little tiny feet and i'm and surprised like that. that you don't get a lot of shoe guys and a lot of feet guys but I had one, but i put up some boundaries with him and he didn't like that so he was gone um but Recently, I had someone who wanted me to rate their dick, which is a thing that people do on OnlyFans and stuff. Now. There's our Patreon right there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I've not done that yet, but it's something I would do. You Why have to not? send us silver dollars and we'll rate your wiener. <laughs> um, my most interesting one was just a few days ago mm-hmm. someone wanted me to put whipped cream up my butt and fart it out oh like a for real cream pie <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice wow did you tell him that's insanitary <laughs> no i gave him my price and it was too much for him oh, <laughs> oh there you go yeah i would have had a price for that why not Whip it. Whip it good. Was that something that you wanted to do and you made the price like higher than you would normally do? I personally, I would not want to do that because you're not supposed to have sugar down there. No, it's not something I really wanted to do. But um, if he matched what I said, I mean, (laughs) why not? I did like I went a little higher, but I did floor to stay in the parameters of what I think is fair. (laughs) But it's pretty out there, so it's high. Yeah. <laughs> like, the kinkier, the more expensive. Yeah, definitely. Can you imagine getting a bunch of those little tins and making mud pies? <laughs> like, actual mud pies. You are disgusting. Braddy's bite. 
there on OnlyFans. <laughs> You're just pooping out mud pies. Now you have a niche. <laughs> <laughs> and Betty's over there with the whipped cream topping. <laughs> just an assembly line. Um, I can't. So we got a listener email, Gail. A listener email? Yes, and I want to... I want Betty to chime in on this, too. There's not really a question, okay? but I just wanted to read it to you. Um, it's from somebody who listened to our show with Cauldron. Oh, fun. Okay. And I had made a comment. We were talking about aftercare. I had mentioned on Cauldron's show that my aftercare was a good throat-fucking blowjob thing. Yes. <laughs> and here I thought I was in the minority. But no. This listener said... On a personal note, I thank you for sharing in passing that aftercare for you includes giving a blowjob. It is actually something really great to hear. It is something that I've struggled with expressing before and have made to feel like a mutant by some partners and friends in the community. Ugh. You know, (laughs) we got another email since it wasn't a question. Also about people shaming in the community. So that's awful. We'll need to Isn't talk it? about yeah. that. Like her daddy's essential dom like mine is and she's not into you know, she's not a big pain slut. He's not into beating the heck out of her, but they're very much into the dominant submissive. Yeah. Their dynamic is a lot more like mine, you know, mm-hmm. and my daddy's. So it she was very happy at us for shining that light because she said a lot of people treat them less than as though they're not really in the lifestyle or whatever so that really makes what me kind mad of shaming i know that's what i say so go ahead though. but she goes on to say i was laughed at or told i was essentially wrong for wanting needing that after a scene when for me it's very reassuring and it creates a sense of mental and emotional balance like a pacifier yeah yeah at any case, I know it was an offhand comment, but it helped me to feel not so alone. I think that's fabulous yeah. because, yes, there are many times that I have had a good scene and I don't want to be held and cuddled right then. But later, I, you know, I might want to sleep between daddy's legs, sucking on his wiener like a pacifier. Yeah. Yeah. And you had you even know? mentioned before when we were talking before that you had had a scene uh, that was really, really intense that mm-hmm. took, um, you know, a lot out of you. And you were just like, I need to be away from you for a moment. Right. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. whatever makes you feel better after seeing is correct. Yes. Like, right. <laughs> that's correct. the point of Thank you. aftercare. Yes. And if there are people in this community that you consider your friend that are kink shaming you, they are not your friends. No. You need to find others. Or they're in that loop of trying to be superior or whatever but yeah yeah, you shouldn't whatever is best for you is the thing you know some people just want to be covered up with a weighted blanket (laughs) right you know leave me alone some people need you know some people need to be held like a baby for you know 30 minutes after whatever whatever is good for them i'm like you've been touching me long enough right (laughs) You know? Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> you know? like that sometimes. Thank you. It is, uh, is done. I don't know if it's just where I am on the spectrum or <laughs> what, but yeah, give me a piece of chocolate. Yeah, let me leave me alone. Leave me alone for a little bit. Yeah, I and... mean, I know you'd like to get right into the sex part, but <laughs> what if the yeah. scenes had that? You know, if that's part of your scening too. It it. Definitely could be. I guess I was more talking about like public scening where you can't. There are some clubs that let you have sex within a scene, and then some that don't. Right, right. Because you don't want to have bodily fluids. Yes, all I, over the place. Yeah, yes. well, I agree. Yeah, if we're in front of people and you've just, you know, had a big impact scene, and then yeah, no, go. I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> Love you later. <laughs> You know? Yeah, and my changes scene from scene, like, yeah. depending on what we did. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't want to be anywhere near you, and sometimes I want to be held, and sometimes I want to get real raunchy. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah you and just nothing's never know. wrong with any of it. No. Correct. Sometimes I just need a good shower, and I'm done. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Betty, if people have questions for you, where can they find you? Um, they can find me at Betty Bupkis on Facebook. I'm also at Betty underscore Bupkis at, on Instagram, I think. Or it might be Betty dot Bupkis. I can't remember. <laughs> but I think I'm the only Betty Bupkis on there. <laughs> <laughs> She's my friend. So if you're, you're on Gabin Girl time, you can search my friends and see that she's on there. Yeah, yeah and if as you, well. If you can't remember all that, you can always email us at gabingirltime at gmail.com and we will get that to her. Yeah. Yes. Well, let her know. And we want to mention your poly group again. Yes. Uh, Knoxville Polyamory Meetup. Yes. And yeah. how many members do you have? We have almost 300. What? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of freaky folks out there. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's that's awesome. So very fun, especially in our little area. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? Right? <laughs> that's super cool. Gail, where can we find you at? Uh Gab and Gail time. <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> no, on um Instagram. And Gabin Time. Oh, I am Gabin Gail Time still at Twitter, aren't Yet- I? Or Gabin G time. Yes. Something different all the time. Something with Gabin, me, and time. You know what daddy said my uh, name should be, my fat life name should be? What's that? Gaggin Gale time. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> or Gaggin G time. That's what I need to do if I don't want my actual name. Yes, you do. So I can tag you on fat life I when I post stuff. Because I do have one. I told people I didn't have one and then... Daddy was like, why are you lying? They're going to look me up and see. And I'm like, well, it's just not complete. And it's on there because he, you know, wanted to put down. Like, FetLife doesn't let you be shady. Or like, you got to do everything on the up and up. Yeah. You know, so he wanted to put down that we were in a relationship or whatever. Though, there's some shit going on at FetLife. Oh, yeah. I'm Uh, sure there is. is, I haven't been excited to, you know, step in this. So, yeah, I'm using it right now just really for professional services right now because I don't like the comments that are coming Mm -hmm. out of some people's mouths. What kind of comments? Are they shaming? Are they kink shaming? Are they body shaming? Um, a lot of it is political. They're bringing uh, politics into kink. No. Why should politics be into kink anyway? And it's always been fringe. What? <laughs> yeah. Stop so. trying to make it mainstream. Now I'm going to have to go freaking now what now i gotta be a mormon actually (laughs) i have to go now now to really be anti whatever it is with my anarchist spirit i'm gonna have to be amish i mean you come on jebediah (laughs) come on honestly i wrote myself a note in here in my planner do i want to live in utah I'm not even kidding. It looks gorgeous. (laughs) Those mountains and everything. Utah is beautiful. My sister lived there in St. George, the hottest hill. It's it's like literally hell. It's super hot. Oh, well, I want to go to the part of Utah that's cold. Not the. It's like stays 115 all year round. I mean, it's like horrifying. (laughs) St. George. That's where she was lived for a while. Do you want to give out your Facebook? Oh, like Gabin or Gabin Girl Time yeah, Facebook? Yeah, Gabin Girl Time on Facebook. We're like, uh, just look us up. Find us. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we don't care. Oh, what? More people? I have to... No. All right, you, we have Gabin Girl Time on Facebook. I'm Gail Grantham on Facebook. Uh, I am Bruce Tonsils on FET. Yeah. I am Brad Von Beaverhausen on Instagram. Uh, check out my baking, um, Braddy's Bites. You can come to my bruised tonsils personal account on Instagram. I don't know if I'll add you. Depends on if you send me it's a message. Private. It's private. So you can see her boobies. No, you can see those on Fet for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't do OnlyFans or that on Patreon because it's already, you know, well, just friend her on Fet. <laughs> but on Twitter, we are Gabin Time. On Twitter, yes. and I have a personal Twitter, Bruce Tonsils, of course, and I have a TikTok. Nice. A tic- oh, I've got a TikTok too. Yeah, Oops. it's Gavin Gale time, <laughs> just like the Instagram. I'm trying to keep it simple. 
branding or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it, it's too much. There's too many sites. Yes. For real. So I am today going to change the Fet Life to gagging Gale time or yes. gagging G time. Yes. Should it be Gale? Does it matter? I don't think it matters. Do yeah, people have actual names on FET, though? Isn't um, that, like, dangerous? I will say Janet Miles, who oh, yeah. is <laughs> one of the best people in Knoxville, if not the whole earth. Um, she uses her real name. Because she's like, yeah, I ain't playing yeah. this. This is who I am. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to give a shout out to her because her profile is a treasure trove of information mm-hmm. about okay, BDSM. Okay, well, then I've got to friend her, then. Yes, definitely. I will want her as a friend. Yeah, and so. she's just Janet Miles. Nice. Yeah. So I think my new, if no one's taken it, will be gagging <laughs> Gail time. But literally, those are my initials. My middle name is Anne. Gail Ann Grantham. <laughs> Backwards and forwards. Gag. That's perfect. So, so multi-layered, right? Yeah. You want to gag me? Gag you with a spoon? <laughs> Betty, uh, it's been wonderful having you here, and I hope that you join us again. Yeah, I would love to. It's been a so lot fun. of fun. <laughs> so much fun. We could talk about this for hours. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty <laughs> that I didn't even cover. <laughs> it's very interesting. You'll have to come back on yeah, and well, another guest. We're going to yeah. do a poly two then. Cool. Yeah, we okay. should. Yeah, and get more in depth in this. Yes. But well. as always, we thank you for listening to us. Yes. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, sharing the podcast with people, talking about us. You guys, it's amazing. I we're, heard a little thing that we're international now. Yeah, I was going to say we're international. Whoa. I know. We yes. had people listen from Russia. Yeah, wow. probably a bot, but it's cool. <laughs> And then we have, a, but we have an Australia fan, a fan from down under. Nice. Yes. Did you deactivate that because of all the BS that's going on there? All the bullshit? no, I think I did that even before because they decided they were taking a break. Like the oh. poly life is not working with the BDSM life, so she's just going to be kinky if you know they want to play that way as their poly. She's just going to be a kingster now. I just got, I don't know. I guess I got bored of it. It, yeah, I'm sorry. It's, it's very boring right now. <laughs> Fet is. Sorry, Fet. Fet's boring or the oh, lifestyle? It's the same boring. old stuff. Well, yeah. I think what happens is also when you have a lot of, um, when you're becoming more feminist aware as well. And if you're not, um, a femdom like if you're not a dominant in there i think you know anytime there's a huge political anything i think it cycles around you start going you know do i want this i'm annoyed you don't mm-hmm. you know if your right. daddy has a opinion you don't like then it's like mm, you know <laughs> and you just yeah it doesn't create an environment of play or of lightness or whatever so and you might be like you know, like we're having a guest who decided to leave the lifestyle because she was just like, I'm tired of men beating on me. You know what I mean? And yeah. I was like, what? That's the very thing that I'm in this life. <laughs> you know, right. what? Right. I, don't, I don't understand that at all. But, you know, like for her. And so that'll be an interesting kind of It will. Thing. That's next week. Yeah. Cool. Yes. But there's a lot of growth that comes with this and, you know, m- might be a dormant time. We yeah. thank you so much for listening. Betty, are you going to sing with us? I try to as well. She, you know. All right. Well, what are you talking about? I'm not the singer. I fake it. Fake it till you make it. Right? Do it. Oh, I was going to say one thing. If you want to look at Betty Bubkiss and look at her Instagram and look at all of her past burlesque photos, the stuff that she does is amazing. She awesome. is very imaginative, inventive <laughs> and burlesque dancers. Burlesque dancer. She has a she, she has, has a, a f- tiny dancer. <laughs> she has a number where she's a fly. So <laughs> after the debate, the the vice presidential debates, I said you need to be Pence's slutty fly for Halloween. Uh, that would be hilarious. Hilarious. That'd be Maybe pretty I could hilarious do that for the show coming up. Ooh. Oh my! <laughs> I'll have to get a Mike Pence cut out. 
I bet you could out of cardboard. Yeah. You could paint the hair white and just have like his eyebrows and his eyes, and then you're up on the. Yeah. And, and since it is election year, I always go back. Remember when we did the uh, the Beastie Boys sabotage? That was so fun. To and she was Gary Johnson for me. Oh my god! I was Hillary. Um, a friend of mine, perhaps, was Trump, and a. Uh, Another friend was Jill Stein. Nice. And yeah. <laughs> That's that hilarious. That was a fun one. Yeah. Fun one. I would love to recreate, recreate that for this year, but I just don't know if we have time, nor do I know if I have the energy to put into it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nope. All right. Are we even having Halloween this year? Let's hope so. I know we can we're have our huge, own Halloween. Yeah. I know where a huge cabin party is going to be on the 27th. Ooh. Nice. I figured I'd wear a costume and pig out on candy <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> yes. Well, I just didn't know with people being immune compromised and things like yeah. that. Are you going to go? I mean, everybody should be wearing a mask. What a great <laughs> time to wear a yeah, mask. Right. I'll probably right. just going to chill at home, watch scary movies or something. I'm just going to pin buttons on mine that say stuff like, I hate jokes, I hate comedy. I'm going to be the anti comic. <laughs> All kinds of hate buttons on my mask. I don't know. So, I, don't I have grandbabies, so it's all about the grandbaby right now. Oh, and I know, like Halloween. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're going to dress her up. It'll be great. Yeah. So. We thank you so much for listening Thanks. today. I've been rattling on and on, but nobody bitch please me, so ha 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 ha. <laughs> no, ah. no, you've been really good this, one, this go around. Well, I was actually very interested in the subject matter, you know, and I don't know... <laughs> that much about it so i do shut up and listen sometimes okay you know bitch please right you didn't have to she's just trying to flex now so but thank you for listening to gabin girl time gabin girl time gabin girl time